It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Welcome back, everybody, to Operation Babble. The podcast where we talk about whatever the hell we decide to talk about. I am Mike Shrews here with me as always, my co-host Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. And video listeners, yes, that's a photo of Dan Housen. <laughs> and for people who don't know who that is, <laughs> look him up. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a pretty funny cat. I I, I enjoy uh, watching his YouTube videos and stuff, man. <clears throat> Um, but uh, he also I, I, is a wrestler, guys, too, for people who don't yes. actually know. So as people know, we record this early. So uh, happy. Uh, or I'm sorry. May the fourth be with you, Mike. May the fourth be with you. I thought about doing a possible Star Wars thing, but I'm like, shit, we have to record because this needs to come out. This episode here <laughs> needs to come out. Uh, um. We actually did do a little uh, recording for uh, YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Instagram. (laughs) IMDb. No. Okay. And we did not drop it on Twitter. But uh, yeah, we did do a little video. It was about a half hour chat that we had. uh, 20, 20, 20 minutes, minutes. something like that on Saturday um, of last week. So. Uh, the previous Saturday. So uh, what did we discuss real quick, just so people can hear it? We're not going to talk about it here, because if you guys want to listen to it, you can uh, check it out. We also posted it in the Operation Babble Facebook group as well, so you can find it in there, too. Now, I, are you ready to follow up what I say? Oh, yeah. Okay. They have canceled Legends of Tomorrow. What the fuck, CW? What the fuck, CW? What the fuck, CW? We love you so much. But what the fuck? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just our sadness and yeah. thoughts on hearing the news. Yeah, I mean, they canceled another other shows, too, and uh, I'm sure they're still in their cancellation process. But yeah, that was the big one. So we decided to do like a 20, 20 ish minute uh little video version of uh this for you guys and hopefully if you guys like some of that we can do some more short uh version content for just video people um out there he got me directly out of bed to record it so you're getting like just woke up to us too early morning shows man early morning we needed them didn't we hell yeah we did what did we say (laughs) Woo! yeah What's sad is recorded that, that at 11. <laughs> yeah, but still early so, morning for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. So um, today, guys, uh, well, real quick before we get into the show today, uh, the dirty work. Um, you can find Operation Babble on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Operation Babble. And you can find the video version of um, Operation Babble on the Mike Shrews YouTube channel at the moment. Um, still debating on whether or not I want to start a whole another channel just for this because I've been putting all the content there anyways. Um, and then if you want to email us to either show up on the show, um, critique the show, whatever you want to do, you can email us at operationbabble at outlook.com. And then you can also, um, if you would please, 
go to whatever platform you're listening to us on or watching us on anything like that. Um, hit some like button, star us, whatever, and uh, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Leave a review. That all helps that more stuff. than anything. Yes. Um, uh, doing any of that stuff and telling a friend definitely helps the show out. It lets us know what we're doing good, what we're doing bad, what we should what change. What you would up. like to see us improve. Right. Right. So uh, we would definitely appreciate some of that stuff because we are hoping to build the show even more. Um, now that we've been going for a hundred and thirty eight episodes as of today. Is that the episode number? Yeah, I did not say that at the very beginning. <laughs> so, yeah, we're one hundred and thirty eight episodes in uh, as of today. So um, we appreciate yeah. everybody sticking around with us who have been with us since day one. I know there's been lots of changes since the very first episode, for sure. Um and we're going to continue on changing stuff up. Why not? You know, it, it, things need to evolve and change throughout. Otherwise, they're just going to be stale and boring. We are the legends of tomorrow for pop culture podcasting. <laughs> Tivis, don't worry. I, I, I won't recast you yet. <laughs> a revolving door. <laughs> Wow. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before Mosier's here where I'm sitting. <laughs> that would require me having to record on separate days. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, definitely thank you guys for all hanging out with us still. And um, we are going to dive into the show today. And yeah. uh, also, when this episode drops, Tivis, what has been released in theaters? Well, in some places, it's already out as we record. Yeah. But uh, Multiverse of Madness is now out for everyone to watch. Uh, unless you're in South Carolina, some theaters there are getting the movie for some reason. Um, <laughs> Sorry, South Carolina people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go on. Well, I, I, you know, I, I wish everyone a spoiler free week unless, you know, you want to know it. But mm -hmm. this movie looks like it will be a really fun one to go into, you know, knowing as little as possible. And I wish Disney would stop trying to force 15 second ads down my throat on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've avoided social media for a long time and I accidentally. Um, Not I, for this movie, though. <laughs> for for for. Uh, Doctor Strange, I went on to Facebook the other yesterday, I think it was, and somebody had posted a fucking picture, a screenshot, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, two, three days before the movie's about to come out, really? You're going to uh -huh. do that shit? Like, and in the comments and stuff, because I wanted to see, like, what people were saying about this, like, if they were ripping apart, like, they were like, oh, I don't know why people are so, like, freaked out about seeing spoilers. I'm like, it's a fucking spoiler. Duh. Like yeah. some people, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Going on a tangent real quick. Some people love to watch these things for the first time in theaters or, you know, at home, if that's how they have to watch it for the first time and be surprised by these things. It's like I wouldn't, and spoilers for Endgame, I wouldn't have wanted to see Captain America get Mjolnir before yeah. I so went to the theaters. And like, because if everyone would have seen that, you wouldn't have had the awesome crowd audience, you know, the audience reaction. 
That's why some, we don't like spoilers. We want to be yeah. able to react in live time. Some things are better ex- being an experience. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And um, I'm very inexperienced. <laughs> Uh, before we jump into the movie, though, yeah. I, I don't know if you're done with your theater topic. I, well, I just wish that people would be more respectful to the world, like b- especially before the movie comes out. Like, mm-hmm. I know the movie is released in several other, like, in other continents and stuff. But if the movie hasn't been released, you know, everywhere, be a little bit more respectful. Don't show yeah. like screen grabs. You might be thinking that Old you're restrained. making, yeah, you might think that you're you know, doing something entertaining for, for your friends or whatnot. We don't want to know. We really don't want to know. <laughs> like just if we wanted to know, we'd go and look for it on those other sites that are already uh, breaking the embargo when they shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, now I am done. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> you know, uh, I, um, one of the people I listen to, well, I, you know, he, I haven't heard from him in quite some time because uh-huh. he's one of the many, many uh, previous hosts of uh, Comic Geek Speak, who you guys might remember Ian mm-hmm. uh, being on the show last year. Uh, he. I don't know how he did this because he used to work at Toys R Us, but his name is Pants or that's his nickname, what everyone calls him. And he worked at Toys R Us, yet he managed to somehow see these movies going in blind every time Mm. he would not watch a trailer. He would leave the room whenever anyone would talk about it on the podcast. Like he did his best. He, uh, you know, blocked his hearing and closed his eyes during trailers before going to see the movies that he saw. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. The lengths, but it's like there, while I personally am fine with seeing the very first trailer, there are people like him out there who want to view these things blind. Like I feel that way with stranger things coming out here in a couple weeks, mm. I have watched every season blind and that I feel like that's kind of why I'm still on board where other people have fell off. <laughs> I haven't seen any marketing for the new season, so I don't know. Oh, it's out there. Is it? It's out there. Oh. I don't really care if it's something I know I'm going to watch regardless. I don't need the trailer, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. like for Marvel and stuff like that. Like, like you said, you watched some of the trailers. Like, so with Iron Man three, I only watched the very first little teaser thing, which was like with the Mandarin and stuff, uh, fake Mandarin. Um, <laughs> and that's it. And it, I was like, this is freaking awesome. It's going to be so dope. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dark. Granted, I, yeah, that was kind just, of a letdown, but at the same time, I didn't think so. I didn't see the scene in theaters that everyone saw in the trailer with all of the suits coming mm. together. And in theaters, not knowing that was ever going to happen, it was freaking oh, awesome. Shit. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's that, that's all I need is, unless you're Sony, uh, a little <laughs> taste to get me hyped sony's gonna put stuff in a trailer for a movie that's never gonna be released sony will put the entire film in a trailer and doesn't realize the problem it has been years why have you not realized we don't want to know the ending stop putting the ending in the trailer I, i don't i don't think so because with with morbius they put so much in that trailer and like none of that shit's in the movie. 
I feel like Marvel forced them to remove. I can't wait to see that movie, dude. Uh, There's so much but, in that mo- uh, in that trailer, Morbius trailer, that I was just like waiting for the things to show up in the movie. I'm like, where did it, they what? at least keep the Venom reference? Yes, that's the one thing that they kept okay. in there. Uh, that Which, is, we're getting a couple more of those. You know, Bad Bunny has a. I forget. They just announced it not that oh, long ago. Um, a character that's been at two issues Mier- of Spider-Man's Mier- entire run. I think it's El Morto. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, whatever. How is Sony um, going to do an actual luchador character before fucking DC does Bane as a real luchador? Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you, DC. Like, get your shit together. <sighs> uh, but uh, the one thing I wanted to say is... um. Uh, Someone who recently uh, uh, befriended me, uh, I'm not sure why, because I usually drive people away, uh, is a, a really awesome guy named Ryan Dose. Uh, we were trying to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, scheduling is a pain because my schedule is a pain. But anyway, he do, he's doing this 10 part podcast called uh, Podcast Supreme with uh, someone else. He's he's not very knowledgeable of Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So they're doing this show to kind of get himself more informed on the character. Oh, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a really good uh, primer, I guess, if you want to know more about the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he also does other shows like his flagship show Across the Bifrost because he's a huge uh, Marvel Norse fan and loves Thor. And he also has one with his wife called uh, Muggles, Magic and Mischief about Harry Potter that they go chapter by chapter through the books. They're a about to finish the first book next week i believe yeah uh but he's great great uh well-spoken guy very knowledgeable and is very hungry for knowledge so uh they're great introductions to the character if you want to know more before seeing multiverse of madness i believe the third episode of his show drops this week if i didn't say that already uh Or after you see the movie and you want to know more. Right. Because Doctor Strange is one of those weird characters where it's a huge, you know, a lot of people know him, Mm -hmm. but he can't hold a book to save his life. (laughs) Well, not only that, too, is like the movies don't do his character nearly as much justice as. Oh, yeah. At least from what we've seen so far, you know. Um, I mean, Cumberbatch is fucking awesome. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, I'll watch him in anything. But yeah, like the movies just don't do the actual story arcs and stuff justice. And I feel the same way is going to be for Multiverse of Madness uh, this week when I go see it. I'm, I feel like it's not going to do the character justice. I feel it's going to. And I've said it since day one. I feel the movie is just going to be a setup for so many other fucking things. <laughs> like, I just can't. Yeah. Kind of like Eternals. It, uh, Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Eternals, except I think there's going to be even uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when we get there, because yeah. I haven't watched anything of it. And um, like I said, I saw one little set photo, but I I was annoyed by that. I'm not even referencing that in my conversation here. Yeah. But, uh, at least you didn't see the toys like you did with Thor. <laughs> I have the I had the toys for this one. Well, no. Did I get the toys for this one? Multiverse of Madness? No, I didn't want any of the toys. I've seen the toys for this one. Well, at least the the main figures like Strange, Chavez, and uh, uh, Wong. I saw those three. The other ones I had you you don't see those in stores, anyways. 
um because they're they're the ones that everyone wants but uh the only one of those yeah. i even wanted to consider getting was chavez because they didn't they don't make her <laughs> really and Doctor Strange, once you've had one Doctor Strange figure, <laughs> that's the same fucking thing, basically. <laughs> it's just it, toys and Legos, man. They they like to ruin things. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. That's why I, I respect uh, Disney still a little bit for not putting out Grogu shit, baby. Immediately, uh, yeah. Immediately. But they should have had it lined up to get out, <laughs> if anything. Anyways. Oh, yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. Uh, people are here we- today to listen to us talk about our road to multiverse of madness. Yeah. Our, Which our- my wife uh, criticized the other night. I will add, What's she that? said she could have came up with a better name. And I said, well, it's done this week. So screw you. I, uh- <laughs> I, 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 I uh, to, let's be honest to this. I thought the same thing, <laughs> but, but you called it that. So I was just going to let it be. I, I'm, I'm giving you some creative but control. You know what? I stole it from WWE. So it's uncreative. Exactly. Vince McMahon bullshit. Exactly. Uh, don't sue us. WWE. <laughs> oh, it's two words together. Bring it. Bring it, Vince. <laughs> Road to. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's totally not as catchy as some of our other um, things have been. But you know what? I'm letting you learn, sir. I'm letting you figure it out. And at least it was your Listeners, wife that said if it you first. Would like to complain about my naming format? Please find us on Twitter and Instagram now, and uh, join our Facebook group and berate me like. My wife and Mike has. If 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 we were watch these both both of these movies and like if people don't remember last week or last episode we watched the 1978 Doctor Strange film, um, which we ended up actually liking. I, I thought from the uh, from both of us. Yeah, um, I, I enjoy. I actually bought it. It's, and oh, did you? Immediately nice. the day after I bought it, Shout Factory is like, "Hey, new version." Yeah, the Blu-ray version of it. <laughs> um. So yeah, Shout Factory already released that now, and uh, you can find the 1978 on shoutfactory.com, I believe it is, or just shout.com. I don't remember the name of the web URL exactly. Uh, Google it, and um, I don't get paid for that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So we watched that and we enjoyed it, and then we watched uh, this week's movie, which is Doctor Mordred, which we'll get into in a minute. But mm-hmm. honestly, if we would have watched these both before we came up with like the title and stuff like that and say we hated them both, we could have just called it Multiverse of Sadness. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to go with Driving Us Madness. See, that's too that's many. That's terrible. Too many what the hell is that? <laughs> what? That was awful. <laughs> Don't let me name things. <laughs> oh thank you thank you (laughs) thank you for that shit (laughs) oh shit okay well anyways to this um do you got anything else before we dive into this real quick i'm ready to talk about this weird movie okay all right so we are going to dive into the 1992 film dr mordred uh, right here, if you're watching the video, um, starring Jeffrey Combs, and uh, it's called Dr. Mordred, Master of the Unknown is the full title of it. 
And, and uh, I, I want to point out this poster they have on Wikipedia. It's it the one of the very bold, bold right above the credits and stuff at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It says on video cassette. So you could tell this is early 90s. We haven't even come up with VHS as a term yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it was 1992 is when it came out. Um, and this film was released through Full Moon Entertainment or distributed, which is also uh, Full Moon Features, if people are familiar with them. They're the same company who did like uh, all Puppet Master. Puppet Master, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, stealing my thunder there. <laughs> Evil Bong. Oh, uh, I think they did Gingerbread Man, too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, the demonic, dead hate the living. That's demonic fine. Demonic toys. Uh, they're the ones who we can thank for Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys starring Corey Feldman, by the way. And that movie was a trip to watch. <laughs> Just I, mm-hmm. I like Corey Feldman stuff, so I'll watch him in anything. You know, he's a voice of Donatello. Come on, man. <laughs> so uh yeah anyways back to this movie uh so dr mordred for people who don't know some of the history of this film um this film was actually supposed to be a doctor strange movie uh for 1992 and what happened was there like they were about to go film this thing like they were in production basically of this movie and the licensing fell through yeah, so, expired on them. Expired on them. Yes, thank you. Um, so the licensing expired, and what happened was they had the script. They just re, you know, redid it as Doctor Mordred, um, and you yeah. can really see what elements they kept from Doctor Strange and where they probably did some rewrites here and there. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, do you want to go into some of those? Yeah, go ahead. You can. Uh, clearly, his costume is. Oh, his yeah. Doctor Strange got just colored blue. Mm. Um, I'm wondering if his blind laser gun friend was meant to be Wong originally. I think so. And uh, the big bad was clearly um, Baron Mordo. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, there's so many things that their friends just, that learned how to do the shit. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I really enjoyed. Um, I, I love the fact that. In the 1978 film, we didn't mm-hmm. get the amulet, but we got it in Dr. Mordred. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The amulet. I forgot the amulet. So we, we actually got an amulet in this film. Um, I We're going to spoil some stuff of this, but we're not going to go through this beat by beat, just like we did the 78 version. Yeah. Um, we're just talking about things that are notable. Did, we like, didn't like. Stuff did like you that. notice the intro to this film? Before they get to actual like him talking or anything like that, the, just the uh, scrolling. You know, I wasn't paying that close attention to this so, for the first half hour. I'll be honest. Okay, so the scrolling when they're doing just the intro before they get to um, Mo- Doctor Mordred and stuff talking, it reminded me so much of the exact same scroll sequence from seventy eight Doctor Strange. Like it was uh, just interesting. It was just going through like his like room or whatnot um, of showing off like the books and all these different like mystical things. Oh, oh and yeah. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
and and yeah, they did that the was same actually sequence. nice. I liked getting a look at his this yeah. this sanctorum, which they did the same <laughs> sequence in the seventy eight uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange at the very beginning before we get anything. Yeah. Um, oh, also before we go too far into this, if you haven't seen this and you're curious to watch it before hearing us, uh, it is for free on Tubi. Yes, yeah, so go there, let's watch and uh, come back. Or you can buy the DVD for seven bucks on Amazon because that's what I did. But then you got to wait for it to arrive. Two days shipping. <laughs> Don't wait two days to listen to us. Go watch it on Tubi. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the nice thing is this is only an hour and 14 minute film, too. So it's it, pretty fast uh, in time anyways. Yeah. Um, there's some slow points in the film for sure. But yeah. Uh, so we go through the intro and then we get dr mordred standing there talking up at the cloud um and uh at the uh the the monitor monitor. which is clearly the ancient one yeah the monitor um which which is funny because marvel has a monitor too yeah yeah so well or the watcher it could have been like their watcher yeah (laughs) yeah i thought that was cool um I did not like, though, however, uh, they do these like cheap ass slow mo shots to like, I don't know if it was to like make it more dramatic or if it was to like put more time on the film (laughs) or what. Um, But it was like during this like, uh, what was what was the stuff they were stealing? It wasn't plutonium, was it? Uh, That was later on. Let's see. It was plutonium. Um, uh, they stole blood from some chick, which, you know, now that it's not a Marvel film, they can have a naked girl. Uh, oh yeah. And that's like the only thing I really think that made this a rated R film. Yeah. And I think they dropped the F bomb a couple times and that's about it. They don't have what he takes listed in the plot on the wikipedia I, plot is three yeah, yeah. paragraphs so that's I, I think it was a plutonium thing that he kind of stole at the very beginning there was plutonium at the that was like the last ingredient but there was something else. oh was it diamonds or something yeah it was diamonds blood was. and yeah, plutonium yeah. yeah yeah it was the diamonds so um he's stealing that that's when this sequence comes where like they do these random slow-mos and stuff like uh he has a guy that ends up shooting himself in the head and they, yeah. they do it off camera, of course. Um, Cabal is the uh, the big bad. Yeah. Which I love the actor. Uh, he's done a lot of good stuff. Like he was several. Brian Thompson. De- yeah. Um, he was several demons in Buffy. He was vampires in Buffy. He was, <laughs> he's got he was the- on X-Files. He's been yeah, yeah. several characters. Star Trek. The, uh, oh, yeah. Star Trek you is saw everywhere. The, uh, the promotional stills for the new episode of Young Rock that is out by the time people listen to this. Yes. The guy who is playing Triple H in that episode looks just like this actor in this movie. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Could that be the same guy? But I'm like, no, no, this movie was 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like a, almost exact, actually. Wow. September. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a lot of good actors in this, I think. Uh, Brian Thompson, Jeffrey Combs, of course, are, are two of my fan, like, fan favorites. Jeffrey Combs is like, a, I'm a huge fan of him ever since I watched Reanimator. Um 
which is an awesome movie. Go watch it if you have not. And uh, you can skip Bry the Reanimator and and the other one. But I've seen all of them. I like them all, but the Reanimator, the first one's the best one. Anyways, Jeffrey Combs is fucking awesome. He's done multiple characters in Star Trek as well because, you know, you just change the makeup up. Make up. Up. Yeah. Sure, I'll go with that. <laughs> um, the makeup up. Do we want to try and figure out so... Uh, Doctor Strange, of course, would be like, you know, we all know who Doctor Strange is, kind of. Uh, so for Doctor Mordred, he's from another dimension. Yeah. In this. Um, so they changed that element up. And he's sent to Earth to protect the Earth from Cabal. Yeah. For, uh, Cabal wants to open the gates of hell with the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Not the Sorcerer's Stone, you American <laughs> weirdos. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but uh, that's basically the premise of this. However, yeah. we find out later that they had Cabal locked up the whole time before. So for like a hundred and some years, you know, Mordred was just on Earth for just chilling. Just in, in case. In hopes that the guy would break out so they could, you know, ultimately just kill him. Why not just kill him when you had him in captive? <laughs> like, when you held him captive? Like, come on. Whatever. Um, yeah. And, and during that time, yeah. he purchases an apartment, which I thought was a cover story. But no, he actually turns out to be the landlord of this building. Yeah. Well, the building, <laughs> which, I, I, I think it's probably because they were literally making this shit for the movie dude and that mm -hmm. was probably going to be the sanctorum yeah i mean well yeah it pretty much was yeah he just didn't he lived in one area instead of the entire building which i mean itself. that would be an interesting concept too if the sanctorum was an apartment <laughs> <laughs> that'd be kind of cool i i'd watch that go marvel <laughs> Where's that? I have to stop Baron Mordo, but first I must wait for the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, he all, I bet you'll love this, especially any of our fans who listen to our Munster cast. Uh, mm -hmm. They have a crow called Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yes, they do. And he actually calls it Edgar Allan Poe. Why not Edgar Allan Crow? Like... Come on. Uh, <laughs> Tibbs does not like. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't. I Yeah, I'm not a fan of Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> Just to, for anyone confused by this reaction. Uh, I want to I want to jump to a scene specifically that I okay. really want to talk about real quick. Um, can we go to the, to the, the police station? Mm -hmm. As uh, as he's kind of escaping, <laughs> his amulet has the power to stop time. And I didn't take any notes for this because I'm like, you know, we're not doing a deep dive. Mm -hmm. But I had to write this stuff down. I had to. Um, so <laughs> first of all. There's a, car, a police car that explodes. The exact so same sound is made that will eventually get used by Saban for uh, any explosion in the Power Rangers. 
Yeah. Uh, so that made me happy. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Morb, the, the girl that he's the love interest in this. Mm-hmm. What is her name? Samantha. Yeah. She goes and fetches his amulet and it has a button that you push and it freezes anyone who's not, you know, closing their eyes. Apparently it doesn't matter whether they're looking as long as their eyes are open, they're going to freeze. Uh, She presses this. They run. But before this, one of the two police officers that are holding them in place is pulling his gun out. So when they unfreeze, he fires it (laughs) right in front of his partner. And the guy is like, dude, (laughs) I'm glad glad his partner was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) well, not only that, there's another guy who is escaping from the police station. They chase him down with a shotgun. What the fuck? Well, to be fair, that guy did blow up a cop car, so uh, he's a little bit more of a danger. He has no weapons on him. They don't know that. He doesn't know if he stole. They brought him in for processing. They had to frisk him. But they don't know if he stole a gun on his way out from another officer. Oh, yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Just the, the escalation to some of these scenes. Like, oh, also, did you notice any time Dr. Mordred would use his powers? He had the orbs that came out Mm -hmm. originated and end with his heart. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Cabal, it was like from, I think, around him, kind of showing the difference in their powers. Yeah. Where his is good intentioned and Cabal's is like, give me the power. Right. He just wants the power. Uh, The the special effects in this were pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, the budget for this was two million in '92, so not too bad for the lower budget film. Um, yeah, with with the relationship with the girl, I, uh, uh, Samantha, um, I kept getting played by uh, Yvette Nepar. Yeah, I kept getting vibes that um, from like '89 Batman. Did you get any of that, or is it just me? Kind of. It felt like because he's like a rich, rich dude. He's got this nice big place and she's kind of like a journalist. I don't really understand yeah. what she is because she's not a officer, but well, for they the let her in the out. interrogation room for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, for the longest time, I'm like, she looks so familiar. Where have I seen her? She's a detective in Robocop, the TV series. She plays Lisa uh, Madiga, Madigan. Oh, the TV show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I know I've seen her in something before. And yeah. it's Robocop. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know what she is. They don't have her occupation listed here, nor do they really express. She's like some kind of detective, that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, oh, can we talk about uh, uh, Jay Akavone? Is that how you pronounce his last name? Akavone? Akavone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed his, like, not knowing what the hell is going on, but kind of asshole cop. <laughs> yeah. Performance. Uh, you know, I kind of just like the actor in general because he was in Stargate. But it, it, it's... Like some of the performances in this, they're so 90s. 
especially, you know, the whole evil people being rock enthusiasts. That that pissed me off. I'll be honest. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just Why? the whole stigma back. I, you know, every decade we have to have a new symbol for Satan. You know, comics, D and D, rock and roll music, metal. Oh, so you think because they were the you know the heavy metal people, they were trying to play on yeah. that. As yep. why they were part of it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So that that rubbed me rubbed me wrong, but I don't need to know what rubs you to this. <laughs> uh yeah, going back to the special effects though, I got distracted. I yeah, yeah. thought they were amazing in this. Like for a 90 like I'm trying to compare it to the 70s, which the 70s effects looked cleaner. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. But these ones, like the, the technology had evolved for they could do cooler things like fucking energy. Like you're he's got a scene, Mordred, where he's pumping crystal shards into himself. And you're wondering, why are you doing this? And then you see why. Yeah. He like throws him as an energy at his opponent, um, which he then uses again against the opponent at the end. I'm trying to think of other movies like around this time frame that would have used like the CG kind of effects to compare it to those. There wasn't a whole lot. Um mm-hmm. like you had Alien 3, but I don't really think they used a lot of CG stuff. No, that's I, a lot of practical. I think Lawnmower Man is probably your your main one which they were like uh cheesy like cgi kind of like a reboot the the tv show back in the day was um other than that not a whole lot a lot of things were just practicals and and stuff like that so i don't yeah that's actually batman returns come out but batman returns didn't use yeah it's actually a lot of these little uh, kind of lower budget type things that were pushing the end of the, the you know, the pushing the, what they it. could do with yeah. CG until George Lucas came around. I think George Lucas might be the one that kind of brought it more mainstream with his prequels. Cause yeah, there, yeah. Now that you mention it, there's not a lot in the nineties that used when did Terminator two come out? Was that nineties? 90, uh, 95 i want to say so yeah that's toward going towards the later half because oh, phantom menace was 99 91 91 was terminator that 2. was 91 yeah wow that's i wouldn't call that one a short small budget movie uh no no yeah, it's interesting. I never really thought about that. That's uh, but, that's what I'm gonna look here, into. Here's more. the difference, okay? Mordred came out a year later, two million dollar budget. Terminator yeah. two, a year before, hundred and two million dollar budget. So <laughs> they can uh afford to make some choices with their CG stuff. <laughs> and a lot of the stuff in Terminator 2 also Besides the the T one thousand was the T one thousand, yeah, the T one thousand. Like, not much was really CG. Like the Terminators you see walking along in the wasteland and stuff like that. Those aren't mm-hmm. CG. Those are like puppeteered. 
Yeah. At least they used to be. Like, who knows? They probably went in and CG them now in remastered versions. But like, besides Possibly, the C1000, yeah. like you had, like the the, you know, the one robot that just that was all he was. Number five is alive. I think like that that was mostly practical too. Johnny number five, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, short circuit, sorry. Short circuit. Yeah. I was trying to think of it. And I just had the live wire in my head. I'm like, no, that's a song. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. A lot of like uh, the companies kind of like um, this, where uh, they were dealing with different things. They were always just trying new stuff. And, you know, let's use this effect. It, it'll look cool. And hopefully it will uh, boost our movie, too. Because mm-hmm. it's you know doing something that other movies, these bigger budget movies, clearly have the budget to do, aren't doing. You know, so yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, um, and we even got a little bit of stop motion in this as well. Yeah, with the, the oh, demons yeah. coming out of no. coming out of the the, the pipe at the we'll, end. We'll, we'll talk about stop motion because there's a lot of stop motion in this. Oh, um, uh, so, I'll hold off then. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But uh, what did you think of him um, going into his, uh, what would you call it? Astro form. Astro form, yeah, his astral dimension. As we saw um, Strange in 78 do, we've seen Cumberbatch do going into the astral plane. Uh, It was neat, actually, Uh, and clever, because, again, it's like going back to when Cabal did it to him. Mm. And the exact same thing happened. He shoots a lightning at him. He's like, I'm not actually here, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that he... They basically are force projecting themselves. They're not actually yeah, much. going into I, a different plane of existence. I thought story or setting-wise, it didn't make sense. You're in Central Park, and it's like, the cops are after us. I'm going to lay here and be mobile. If I move, I'll be lost forever. If my body moves, I'll be lost forever. So yeah. don't let anyone touch me. Yeah, yeah. What a terrible idea. <laughs> Maybe go and hide in the bushes at least or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. It's kind of like a yo-yo, I guess. He can't just go back to his body. He has to go <laughs> right back to where he was. Have you seen a lot of uh, films done by this production company before in the past? Full moon? Besides like Puppet Master, like the big ones. No Some of the little ones. No. Okay. Cause uh they they used to do, you know, because they were cheap movies, they just had to do it where they could do it. In that location specifically, it looks like they probably did it because then they wouldn't have to have so much light. And that's a less another site that they didn't need to light up because it was done in the daytime. So yeah. That that would be on my as far as like, you know, working on independent films and stuff like that, that's where I would think that would come into play. It's just like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Now, you're talking about the park or where it becomes night at the museum at the end? Park, the park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because clearly you see where they spent a lot of their budget with like the CG stuff that they put in, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, guys, back then it wasn't just like, oh, we're going to use After Effects and put this little flare in here and do it frame by frame. No, it was... They were putting cells over top of the film or literally drawing on the film, depending uh, to do these effects. So that's why I was even more amazed when um, we saw it in the 78 oh. version, too. Yeah. 
Uh, I just re- read a little interesting fact. Um, Go on. Apparently, early concept art for this movie was actually done by Jack Kirby himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, the main character was originally called Doctor Mortalis. <laughs> Mortalis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's interesting. I don't. Mm. <laughs> I don't like that. Mordred has a better ring to it. Yeah. I wonder who changed that. Was that Kirby or the uh, C. Courtney? Joiner? It, it could have. It, it could have been anybody, dude. Because it could have even been like one of the actors. Just like this is. I'm, I'm not going to say this name. This is stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was kind of. It kind of gave, especially with the stop motion that we we keep teasing, but it kind of reminded me a bit of a Mortal Kombat in a way, especially when he goes to that. Uh, fl- the fourth dimension with the floating rock and the, the hell portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got this that dude there with the laser gun. Yeah, it it really felt like something strange out of a uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, like modern meets uh, fantasy. Almost like it was made by a doctor. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, another thing. Uh, at the end, when they deal with Cabal's final, uh, final uh, minion, uh, mm-hmm. where he flashes the guy to freeze him in place as he's trying to stab Mordred, or she does, I forget who does it, mm-hmm. but the fact that she goes over and kicks him in the nuts before he comes back to normal, I'm like... Yes, that is something that would happen. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it totally would. Why wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> that guy is fucking crazy, by the way, in that. Yeah, he is. Uh, and, but they do this thing. So, so this rocker guy and rocker chick, like as you have said, you didn't like that. Um, it, it was the 90s, bro. Like, come on. I now. know, but why? Uh, it's the same reason why, like, Ninja Turtles, like, Bebop and Rocksteady were like punks. <laughs> like, that's what they were. And, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, there there was a lot of things that warranted action like that, though, too, to be stereotypical. And not saying that it was right, but there was a lot of action being done by people that dressed in that fashion at that time. So, of mm-hmm. course, the movies are going to take advantage of it. You know, it's it's ridiculous and stupid, especially thinking back about it nowadays. But it happened. It, it is no better than if they took, you know, uh, a skinhead and we're like, oh, he's a racist in this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> just because it's a stereotype, you know. Um, But uh, so we have this scene where those two meet Cabal for the first time. He just busts through the fucking thing. <laughs> but it goes from them both like saying, we're going to do anything we you you ask of us to cut. And now this chick is butt ass naked. The other guy's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, she clearly thinks they're about to have a good time. Uh, doesn't I, end well for her. I clearly thought they were about to have a good time because he like, that actor is like rubbing on her something like I was like man that has to be so uncomfortable as actors you know yeah what are you doing but uh yeah he he kills her and drains her blood 
I assumed then that meant that he had killed the boyfriend too. But no, no. The boyfriend is just there hanging out with him still. I'm ass- did the boyfriend know what happened to he had to know what happened to his girl. Um I feel like there were scenes that were cut that that didn't show up. I, with how scared he was when the guy's putting the immortal spell on him. Maybe. I kind of feel like he's like uh, he knows something happened. He's like, you know, I, I'm willing to serve you. You don't have to do this. Yeah. So. I just saw that the the laser gun guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Grandpa Powers in Saved by the Bell. The new class, the, the sequel series. Ow! You, uh-huh. No. Mm. Just had a claw sunk into my toe. Someone's about to get thrown into the hall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, okay. I recognize him now. Uh, he was also William in the Beauty and the Beast show. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that they took his uh, cool look away. Like almost instantly. Oh, his eyes. Yeah, like he melted I, the eyeballs. I understood like, okay, like the- why they did it because they wanted to show Mordred was powerful and stuff and good. Yeah, but at the I, same I actually, time, oh, go on. Well, I was gonna say I like that uh, explanation for the uh, makeup as well because they're not hollow, so clearly he didn't take his eyes. Right. But the heat, if he melted, melted them. them onto his face, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I I thought he looked a lot better with his eyes melted than when he fixed them because then they just look like a doofus. <laughs> I'm trying to find the guy who played Cabal's minion, and I I can't remember his damn name, but it's not on Wikipedia. They don't give him credit at all. <laughs> so I'm just trying to guess from the list of names here. On IMDb. Wow. Uh, was it... Was it Maury? Maury? Maybe. Or Adrian. Was it Adrian? Might have been. I think it's Adrian. All right. So he was played by Keith Coloris. What are you doing? Coloris. This cat is driving me nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's scratching the hell out of my desk right now. Yeah, that's him. Okay. I'm just looking. I wanted to see what else he did because he also looked a little familiar. He was but a I don't... thug in Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Too. I don't think I've seen anything else with him in it. Well, maybe the X-Files episode. That might be where. But yeah, I thought he did a great job with his acting in this as well like i I don't think there was a bad performance honestly no they all did pretty good uh i think the only thing that was weak was really the script uh, to be honest like there were some spots where it could have been tightened up a little bit more um and and done a little bit better but other than that you know there's not a whole lot um oh he was in beastmaster three by the way, yeah. I don't know if you ever watched those, but I, I watched those. I've seen the first one, but that's it. Oh, they're so bad. They're so bad. They're fun. Um, But yeah, I, as far as the 
the overall of it goes yeah it wasn't a horrible movie um so do you want to get into the let's talk about the uh uh uh, stop motion sorry um Uh, i i i thought that was incredibly well done so so on the dvd i watched the dvd and watched some of the bts there's a bts Mm -hmm. segment on there it's not like in depth like we get nowadays but for a low budget movie that actually did some bts was kind of cool um for back in the day yeah uh so there's a the set uh, they go into a museum and there's some uh dinosaur bones and stuff like that none of that was there the only thing really the only thing that they had on set that was a dinosaur bone was a t-rex foot and that was just for one shot that they did where it was in the foreground so that you could see it and and the guy too at the same time. Wow, so they did a great job with that. Every, everything else were like little toys for the stop motion because they use them, of course, to do the stop motion. Not toys, sculpts. Sorry. And um, when they do the big shot of the T Rex's head falling down and shattering, that is still on a diorama, and it's just a bigger version of the sculpt. So no dinosaur bones were actually on set when they were shooting, except for the foot. That's incredible. Because yeah. I honestly thought they wow. They did like, a lot of work right there. The kid, like wow, look at the size of him. I remember him being yeah. bigger. Yeah. So like, that, so they built, wow. They built the entire diorama of that room so that they could shoot and match everything with the set. Okay, cool. the effects in this film just <laughs> jumped for me after hearing that. That is uh, incredible. Another one that they did that for. So every so often when he goes to like the fourth dimension and you see the island thing there just floating. Yeah. That is a a, a sculpt. It, it was made, you know. Mm-hmm. So when they were shooting certain scenes on there, because they built a set too to kind of match it. So when they shot certain scenes, if they did a further out shot because they wanted to show off more. Yeah. uh, If they didn't build that part of the set, they would cut it in, intercut it with the diorama of the actual sculpts that they they made. So when they do like a wide shot and you see more of the castle, but you see the characters there too, you have part of a set and then the rest is the actual diorama that they just cut into the film. That's awesome. It was really cool to see. I was like, that's fucking dope. And and we do the same thing kind of right now with uh, CG, though, too, like where they'll have like little set pieces as they shoot it on green screen. So it's the, the really fact cool. I didn't pick up on that, though, is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really good job of cutting it together. I thought because I, I watched the film and then. Um, I didn't see a whole lot. The only things where I saw was like, okay, you can see where this is. This was the stop motion fight at the end. But any of the fourth dimension stuff, I was like, I thought they just built the whole set like that because, <laughs> you know, but that's really cool. And uh, I'm assuming a lot of the budget went into the editing and, and the sculpts and stuff, man, for sure. So yeah, I got to give props to Lauren Schaefer then. 
Jesus. Yeah. That's 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 mind blowing because honest. I did not know that those were models at all. They they did such a yeah. good job with that. That's damn. It, it was pretty cool. Um, especially to just watch the little BTS segment. Like I said, they didn't discuss a whole lot. It, most of it was the actors talking about the characters they're playing and stuff. They didn't reference mm-hmm. Doctor Strange at all because clearly, you know, they probably weren't allowed to legally. And yeah. Um, but both. The uh, main actress who played uh, Miss Hunt and the two directors or director duo, whatever they were, um, mm-hmm. all thought they were going to do a sequel to this film. They all I'm thought shocked that, they didn't, honestly, because it's not bad. No, for real. I, I'm really shocked they didn't, too, because Full Moon will usually throw money at random. Sh- Dude, there's like weed girls 2077 or some shit out right now on on there or there was they did a fucking movie i'm sorry i love full moon features but they did a movie during covid like during the the big sprout of it that Mm -hmm. was um two girls during covid saving tiger king I was like, wait, what are we doing, guys? Like, why? Why are we? Uh, this is what we're putting our money on. Like, y'all could be making right now. Go and make Mordred too. Why not? Th- that should have been something they were planning when the first time they heard that a 2016 Doctor Strange was coming out. Honestly. Uh, oh, here's something that I didn't see was announced. Um Season 13 of Mystery Science 3000 is going to feature this film, and that comes out uh, next month in June. So if anyone wants to hear their thoughts on it, that, nice. I'm definitely going to be watching that episode. They're going to make fun of it, too, of course. But yeah, yeah. Um, there's some other films from Full Moon Features, though, that are really good to watch. Uh, a lot of their newer stuff, I think, has gone really uh, even more cheap, I guess. Um, if that could happen, I'm trying to, uh, browse their selection now so I can remember the name of it. Uh, so they got ginger, the ginger weed man. Oh, my dogs are barking. I think that's my doorbell went off. I think Amazon dropped something. Ah, I didn't hear anything other than the dogs. (laughs) All right. So yeah, um, They got like so many dumb ones, dude, on there now. Uh, but as far as like their back catalog, their old stuff, I liked it. Um, oh, they have a reanimator reunion edition on there. Oh, I might have to check that out. Wow, these dogs are barking like crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, Tivis, you talk. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just reading up on one of the uh, the directors. Albert Band. Uh, it kind of makes sense that they would do some uh, freaky stuff with these films if this guy is a, a regular with this company because he's born in France or Paris. So, you know, they they have a different kind of sensibility of what's OK and stuff. And he he was so interested in film, he worked to become an apprentice at Warner Bros, which is how he eventually spiraled. So that, that's nice. a really it's. You know, 
That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at his uh he's wrote a few things that I've never seen and directed quite a handful of stuff. Uh Robot Wars and Dracula's Dog. Uh, this yeah. all sound like movies I would watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Prey Hysteria and Prey Hysteria 2 were the last two movies he directed. Yeah. But he went on to produce. a. He's produced quite a bit. Oh, he produced Troll. Like the first one? Uh, in 1986. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, um... Another thing that was on the BTS, Jeffrey Combs was being interviewed and he was talking about how, you know, every kid wishes to be a superhero. You know, when kids were younger, they would tie a towel to their neck and run around. And he's like, well, Mm. maybe not all you, but I sure did. He was like, you know, it's every kid's dream to be, you know, Superman or or uh, uh, he said something to someone else. It wasn't Batman. But then he's like, or, you know, now I get to play Dr. Mordred. You could tell he was probably really bummed that he wasn't actually like Doctor Strange uh, a little bit. But I mean, he got to make his uh, an original, an original quote unquote yeah. uh, superhero, I would say, because the story arc that they give this character is pretty dope. Like it, it would yeah. make sense. I could see this being readapted nowadays for sure. I I know this is a different company entirely, but. I honestly hope like the inspiration that they took from changing this from Dr. Strange. It's, it's a really good story and mm. I actually would not be upset <laughs> like at all. If there was some kind of hint or nod to it in multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um, it, honestly, I will be disappointed if there's none. Cause I don't know how you don't, yeah, like, yeah. This is this is an awesome standalone I, I, uh, uh, character. Mordred, like you could just use that word in your background somewhere, like on a billboard or something. Mordred yeah, or entertainment do like the, the or crystal something. knife things that he throws is yeah. energy bolts. Yeah, or just have Jeffrey Combs come on because he's a fucking great actor. <laughs> he wears. We get tons- it. You like him in Star Trek. <laughs> No, not even just Starship. Like, I, I'll be honest. The first movie I saw him in was Frighteners. And he plays a dumbass in Frighteners. So, and then I started, like, well, that's where I first noticed him, I should say. Um, but then I was, like, looking at this guy. I was like, what the fuck is this dumbass? You know, and then I started seeing him in Star Trek and stuff like that. And then I started, I watched Reanimator. And I was like, dude, this guy is like the best. Like he has a really good catalog for um, sci-fi and horror stuff for sure. And uh, yeah, he's yeah. He's in, he even plays um, HP Lovecraft in some Lovecraft uh, thing. I have yet to watch it, but he even plays the voice, I should say, of HP Lovecraft. Which H.P. Lovecraft was like one of my favorite authors for their works. Damn, I should throw his name out for uh, next year's uh, Astromorphicon. Oh, you guys get to like choose who you guys want to try and get there? Uh, well, they take, 
you know, suggestions from yeah. people. There's a Dude, Facebook group of people who attend. If he shows up like, to hey, one of the cons, who would you like to see? If he What's shows, that? if he shows up to one of the cons around here, I'm taking this and getting it signed. <laughs> Because Damn, that would be that'd, fucking awesome. Absolutely. He'd probably be like, dude, like, you know about this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More people should, honestly. I feel like this, for I, a movie of its time, that yeah. is, I can't believe that this wasn't, like, I know it's a bit early for HBO and stuff at that time, but how is this not, like, one of those early movies that HBO got a hold of? Because mm-hmm. this this would be perfect for one of those premium, you know, Obviously, you can't play. Yeah, I guess if you cut out the the nude scene, but yeah, yeah, then you just have a character who goes missing for no reason. HBO would have played it. Remember, they did like skin the max shit at late at night. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. For or when HBO launched, this would be a perfect movie for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I thought. I mean, you could you could edit around to that nude scene. Maybe make it look a little darker so you can't see it. I don't know if you can, it. though, because then the character just disappears. No, no, no. You could edit the scene itself so it's not necessarily... Nowadays, you could go in and digitally put a bra on her or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If they needed to make it... She just grabbed my foot and sunk her teeth in. <laughs> but, yeah, I... Because that scene came out of nowhere, dude. Like that, yeah, that scene really just came out of nowhere and it felt like there was stuff that should have been added before it. So I wonder how much went on the cutting room floor. Like, you know, if they were just like, all right, it's an hour 14. That's where we needed that. Let's go. Cause it really felt like it could have been an hour half movie. If just add in some things to, to close up and, or, you know, introduce why this scene happened specifically. I would have loved to see his buddy from the fourth dimension come and help him fight, you know? Yeah. Or the monitor do something other than just have Gunner, a pair of I think eyes. Is his name. Yeah. Why did he have to leave at the end? I like, he Oh, had, the threat's gone, but also go back. <laughs> he had to, he had to leave at the end because too many humans saw him for what he is. Is what it was like. He's made too much of a ruckus, basically, and so he needed to leave so that shit could die down on him. But then they just leave his apartment and stuff. He's like, "Hey, take care of my raven." Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, just because you like, go away doesn't mean they're gonna stop looking for you after yeah. so many, you know. Just sign your stuff over to this random girl that you just met that's living in your building and. <laughs> Um, what about, I feel like this could have led into uh, an interesting TV series, kind of like RoboCop did. Uh, Maybe. Like this, I, this, I know this didn't have any like intention of like, intention unlike of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably had the, an intention I, of doing a sequel after a while, but I don't think they had any intention of doing a show like the other yeah. ones did. They could have had some cool stuff with, uh, you know, that cop not realizing Mordred's back in town and having some like close calls like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Like, I feel like this could have been a really cool uh, jumping point, kind of like what they did with Stargate, actually. 
Yeah. Uh, start it, a movie even if they had to recast like they did, which right. is unfortunate, but I feel like the story, it, there's enough there that they could have easily made this uh long running mm. show. They, they could have. Um, at the time, though, I just don't think that they would have. Cared. Yeah. Uh, you would have to get picked up by probably like Sci-Fi Network or something like that at that time in 92. Which, yeah. I, sci-Fi might not have been around back then, but. I don't remember when they came about. Um, I'm not even going to look. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I would have appreciated like a sequel movie or something like that. But that yeah. would definitely appreciate start- like, you know, a Dr. Sh- uh, Mordred reference somewhere. It, even if it doesn't happen in Multiverse of Madness, because I'm sure the movie's got packed with Marvel references yeah, it's everywhere. it's probably bloated already, but... but even know. just something subtle, like a, a pro, uh, something, a similar prop in the background or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we have all these old movies coming back recently. Let's start the petition. Jeffrey Combs in uh, Dr. Mordred 2. Do I know it. he's 67, but who cares? Let's do this. He's still acting. He's good. He's good to do it. A second one, at least. Let's do the trilogy. Let's get the trilogy, and then people have to recognize this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then let Marvel buy it. And now it's canon. <laughs> he, oh. was, he was the Supreme before Doctor Strange. How about that? That was the ancient one. In another universe. Boom. Now, now you're talking. <laughs> the multiverse. The multiverse of sadness. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm running out of, out of stuff. Because there's not a whole lot in this I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Like It was just a fun ride through through. Like I said, the first half hour, I was kind of zoning in and out. And it's not the movie's fault. I had other stuff going on around me. Yeah. yeah. But uh, after that point, I was absorbed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the very okay. be- the beginning part of it is probably the slowest part, I will say, because it's where we're just introducing everybody. Nothing really picks up, honestly, until... Honestly, until you get the new they scene, they get to it much. a lot faster than the the seventies one. That's for oh, sure. Oh yeah. Well, I like that they didn't like pussyfoot around and be like, "Who is he? Where is he? Like, how does he get his powers?" No, this is just a being from another dimension, and mm-hmm. you know you're getting that because I mean, even the 2016 Doctor Strange, granted, it had a bit more in the beginning, but it took forever for him to get his like powers and all that stuff, even in that one. It was 50 minutes before he even met the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice having someone who's already established in the magical world just doing magical things. And, and I think this movie proves, too, that you don't necessarily have to have this massive backstory for something like this. Because no. I didn't find it annoying that I didn't understand, like, the fourth dimension stuff, you know. I didn't need to. It's a, a different a being from another world. You know, yeah. it would have been like if they would introduce Thor and brought him in. Granted, you know more about him from the comics, but it's like you just bring Thor in and drop him in real quick. And you're just like, okay, I got it. It's another, he's a, why not? They God. did it with the Hulk show. <laughs> right. It just brought uh, anyone in. who is just watching Incredible Hulk who knew nothing about the comics. Boom. There's a Norse God. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And a blind guy who can fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, this is a uh, I I highly recommend this one. I I think I enjoyed this one more than the seventy Doctor Strange. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that one. So that's saying something. These are two movies that I feel like people should watch. Yeah, should have knowledge of. <laughs> yeah, and, and there is great to see that they're you know you can find them both on DVD. You can find them both on Blu-ray now. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can find 78 Blu-ray anyways. Uh, honestly, to a point, guys, I will let everyone know if a movie from 1978 comes out and then they say it's 4K, don't waste your money. Just get the Blu-ray <laughs> because uh, there is a certain point to where they can't make it. It, it doesn't matter for an extra 10, 20 yeah. bucks. You know, it, it's not worth it. Um, no. And, and sometimes it I, can also look worse. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, uh, I agree. Like I, I enjoyed this one. Um, not having any idea of like the character already, even though it's kind of loosely based on Dr. Strange, mm-hmm. you get to see the elements there. You're like, Oh yeah, this, they left that in the script because it was most likely, you know, these things here, they switched some stuff around and, and went with it. So, I really appreciate the production knowledge from both of these movies, like knowing what it took to get both of them made, what issues the production team went through. And especially with this one, knowing how much they put into that end scene where they're fighting in the museum and stuff. I'm like, that's crazy. Like you just don't, you know, nowadays we we think of it and we watch BTS and we're like, oh, yeah, they're shooting on a green screen. They just put it into the computer. But in this mm-hmm. one, it's no, they weren't shooting on a green screen. They shot on a set that they built and then added in another sculpture or, or prop that they also built. <laughs> so, you know, and not to take anything away from people who do CG work, because, God, I know that's a lot of work, too. Just doing stupid little graphics is a lot for people who don't know how to do it anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I really know the knowledge of that actually can make you appreciate this shit more as far as the story itself goes. Yeah. There's some slow parts. There's definitely some slow parts in this at the very beginning. Um, and the somber music at the beginning doesn't help with the slow parts, not seem so slow, <laughs> but as far as the acting goes, Acting is on par. Um, you know, you have two really good actors leading the movie, and they're a freaking awesome actors, and both of which who love, well, I maybe they don't love it, but the both of which who have worn a lot of prosthetics in their careers, <laughs> so um, they uh, they they're probably happy when they're not wearing prosthetics all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the, the the music, though, I actually thought the music sounded it was real good in this. Oh, it's uh, it's good music, but like like I said, with the slow parts, the muse sometimes the music is a little too slower for mm-hmm. those parts because then it makes it feel like it's longer. Honestly, and this one was done by uh, Richard uh, R- Richard Band as well. Which, okay, uh, you say you're a fan of Reanimator. He did that one. Yep. Yeah. Dude, you need to watch Reanimator. Maybe that'll be my Halloween pick 
because it's not necessarily a scary movie, but it's it's a unique movie, especially in um, the creation of some of the stuff they did in there, too, which will always get me whenever I watch an indie movie or a low budget movie, how they create certain effects will always get me. I'm a big fan of Richard Band to begin with, because Stargate SG-1. That the score for mm. that show, wonderful. Uh, the score for uh, Smallville, wonderful. He worked on both of those. Uh, Buffy, not a fan of, but people love it. Uh, oh, Texas yeah. Ranger, another one people love. So the score on guy, Buffy is perfect, dude. It's yeah, almost almost near perfect. I will say. There's sometimes where it doesn't necessarily hit you right, but yeah. So he's got a sound that you know people gravitate towards. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, once again, I I give this uh, highly recommend to watch if you haven't already. Oh, definitely. Um, as far as two good movies to pick to do a road to multiverse of madness. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I am glad that we picked these two films. Uh, both older, both from different decades too. These are almost two decades apart. Uh, yeah. About well. A decade and a couple of years apart. Um, and then knowing what we have with 2016 Doctor Strange. And then we're now everybody out there who's watching or listening to us. They have the option to go and watch Multiverse of Madness now to see 30 if, years later. Yeah. To see if uh, uh, anything from Dr. Mordred or Doctor Strange 78 is even incorporated in there. You know, I, I still think that. Uh, 78 was definitely a big influence on the script for 2016. Well, uh, definitely. There's a no lot doubt in there. my mind. So um, as far as any other Doctor Strange things go, if you guys out there have uh, come across other films that feel like a Doctor Strange film or, you know, resemble the, the mythos of Doctor Strange, Email us or comment to us and let us know, please. I would love and to check them out. And we can rule out the animated Doctor Strange. Yeah. We know that one exists. <laughs> if it's something that's you know not animated, if it's something that's not a Marvel, there, I'll, I'll put that out because we've watched all the Marvel actual ones. <laughs> so I think we've gone near all of the forgotten movies aside from Captain America at this point. Oh no, nope, no, nope. Well, I'll we'll we'll talk about some of those. We got okay. I gotta keep some secrets, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so as far as um Dr. Mordred, Master of the Unknown, uh your very final thought. If you had to put a rating on these in order of this strange 78 and 2016, what would your order be? Mm. I think I would go Mordred seventy eight sixteen. Is in best to worst, yeah. What I would prefer to watch again. So you'd want to watch Mordred before you watch sixteen. Yeah, I, I've not been very secretive about how I feel about that. It's it's not a bad movie. It's just too slow for me. It's too much of an origin build up. It's like I can just see get that. to the point already. Yeah, I can see that probably what people are thinking when they listen to our show too (laughs) just get to the damn point (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. We only do this every other week. We got to get to our catch up banter pleasantries. Yeah. Oh, uh, there is. How about um, you? Me? I would go. See, it's a tough one. Because I enjoy all three of them. If I want to go production wise, or no, I would go Dr. Mordred, um, Strange 2016, and then 78. What if we threw in what if Dr. Strange lost his heart? Oof, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I think that one would be the top of my list. Yeah, that would have to be number one uh, for sure. Because that was, I enjoyed a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be number one. Yeah, that is, if anyone hasn't watched the What If series, that is one I would just watch just because it's it's great. Yeah. Um, anything else on Dr. Strange or anything else that we want to discuss real quick before we dive or jump on uh, out of here? The Moon Knight finale is today and I'm excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, this today, isn't it? Yeah, I gotta watch that. That show is too short. It's so good. God, I don't want to wait until they bring him back in something else because I already said they're not doing a season two. Yeah. I don't know. Damn them with these short stories <laughs> that are like three movies in one go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Tivis, with that said, my man, uh, how did you enjoy today's episode? I liked it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, today, I am going to quote uh, from Dr. Mordred. And um, I will quote Dr. Mordred himself. Uh, Here we go. This is as he is talking to the monitor. The monitor says um, he does not know when, you know, Death's Head is uh, will seek him out. And it's funny, too. We forgot to mention this one. The monitor at the very beginning says uh, the Death's Head will seek you out. And Mordred says, do you know when? Oh. Go on to this. No, go no, finish your oh. quote. And then he says, or the monitor says, No, and if I did, I would not stop it like an asshole. <laughs> but so that's not my quote. Uh, I'll finish with my quote after you go. Oh, the Death Head, I forgot to mention that. I, the Death Head is an actual character in the comics that originated as a Transformers villain. Yeah. Went into the Doctor Who comics and was left in the Marvel Universe. Hmm. That is a unique character that I can't believe they still referenced in this. And in fact, I don't even know if he was a, a, you know, a thing yet. Maybe. It's just interesting to hear that name. (laughs) Right. That's pretty cool. I didn't know any of that. All right, so uh, with that said, guys, uh, my quote is, of course, from Dr. Mordred, Master of the Unknown from 1992. Go check it out, definitely. And uh, go check out Dr. Strange, Multiverse of Madness, as it's in theaters now. Um, And don't spoil for your friends, please. No posting on social media for at least, you know, what, a week? 
You think that's good? Five yeah. days, four days. At least go. Oh, excuse me. At least go through the weekend, guys. At I think a week least. is fair. So. All right. My quote is from Dr. Mordred. I'll meet the death's head and beat it back. Dun, dun, dun. Later, guys. Later. Peace. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.